Today's reading is from Micah 5, verses 2 to 5. A promised ruler from Bethlehem. But you, Bethlehem, Ephatha, although you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. Therefore Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor gives birth and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach the ends of the earth, and he will be their peace. Well, good morning, everybody. Let me pray before we begin. Thank you very much, Lord, for that part of the Bible that we just heard read, and help us to understand it better as we head towards Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you listening very carefully? Are you ready? Are you listening? Very quiet. Listen up. Listen up. waiting? Sorry, are you waiting for me to talk? Yes, sorry. Uh, waiting, waiting. Do you like waiting? No, <laughs> definitely don't like waiting. I have to do it anyway. Okay, I will, I will. Um, who, who likes waiting when they're really, really hungry? You do. <laughs> do you? Do you like eating it more than waiting? Yes, I think we all like eating it more than waiting. Grown-ups hate, hate waiting as well for buses, for trains, for things like that. We are all waiting for Christmas at the moment, aren't we? All waiting for Christmas to happen. We're waiting for Christmas food. Let's have a look at some... Oh, we've missed... Ah, there's Christmas food. Mm, has anyone had lots of Christmas food already? I have. Quite a few of us have had Christmas food already. Uh, who's waiting for Christmas presents? Oh, is yours, has anyone got a Christmas tree looking a bit like that with lots and lots of presents underneath? Yeah? Is anybody going to get a Christmas stocking this year? Do you know what a Christmas stocking looks like? I've got one over here. Let's have a look. Does anybody get one of these for Christmas with some presents inside? Oh, there's a few people waiting for a Christmas stocking, and, and, and you have to wait because you're not allowed to open it until Christmas, and you have to wait. Oh, there's some presents inside there. Maybe, uh, ooh, something slightly chocolatey inside there. But you're going to have to wait for the chocolate. <gasps> Maybe a little bit later. I'll put that over here. What else are we waiting for at Christmas? Uh, who's got an advent calendar? Has anybody been opening the advent calendars? How many days are on your advent calendar? Three. Three. Three left. That's very good, very good, very good. How, how many days overall? Can you remember? 25. 25. Wow, this is fantastic. So, 24 days before Christmas on the advent calendar and only three left. Who opened box number 22 this morning? 
That means there's only 23, 24, and then 25 left, and it's Christmas. Such a long wait for Christmas, isn't it? Such a long wait. But did you know that the longest wait ever for Christmas was before the first Christmas, when that happens? Because in the Bible, God made lots and lots of promises that said Jesus was going to be born at Christmas. And lots of different people in the Bible wrote down God's promises. And one of them was a man called Micah. And he was the man that wrote the, uh, the Bible passage that we had read just now. And Micah lived 700 years before Jesus. Anyone know how many days are in 700 years? Are there any mathematical genius adults that can quickly figure that one out? I used a calculator. Somebody's, ooh, ooh. No? Somebody's guessing over there? No, 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 no. Did you know, after Micah promised that Jesus would come, he waited 255,675 days for Christmas. Can you imagine waiting that long for Jesus to come? It was a really, really, really long time. Let me try and help us see how long that was. I've got some uh, mysterious kitchen roll over here. And I need some help from uh, some choir front rowers, if that's all right. If you wouldn't mind uh, sort of stepping down and aligning yourself along the front here. Let's see what we can do. Let's, let's, let's hope this, this unfolds and works properly. I'm going to have to be... A bit messy here. Not in the contract, sorry. Uh, okay, now, Wenner, if you wouldn't mind holding that end, and Sharon, just take that for a second. Whoa, this is... Ooh, let's, let's start again. <laughs> um, so, gentle hands, gentle hands. Here we go. Now, over here, right at the beginning, we have Micah. And he's the man who wrote down God's promise that Jesus would come. And this is going to be very tricky, but there we go. When are you hold that? That'll be great. And lots and lots more things happened. So if you roll that out and pass that on to Christy, there we go. They waited a hundred and something years, but then something horrible happened. And all the people of, of God got thrown out of the land that they were living in and they had to leave. So they were still waiting. And then a long time after that, uh, they were allowed to come back. You're going to have to hold the, the thing. There we go. Thank you. A long time after that, they were allowed back into the land where they lived. But still Jesus didn't come. And lots more years came. And there was uh, a big, big takeover. Uh, some people from Greece took over the world for a little while. That happened. Uh, and then some people from Rome took over the world, and we're going to need maybe one or two, uh, two more, please. Um, see how long it's taking. It's just taking hundreds and hundreds of years. Can you imagine waiting that long? And then a man called Herod became the king. Anyone remember the name of Herod? Ooh. There we go. And Herod became the king, and they were all still waiting for Jesus to come. And then finally, right over here at this end, here, 
after all that time, 700 years, 255,675 days, whatever it was, Jesus was born at last. Can you imagine waiting for that long for Christmas? Goodness me, what a long, long, long wait. All of that time passed. That is like waiting for your whole life ten times. That's a very, very, very long time. But God had promised, and God always keeps his promises. So, let's have a look at what Micah said about Jesus, what God promised about Jesus. Micah said that Jesus would be born in a town called, where was Jesus born? Anyone know? Who knows? Yeah? Go on. Bethlehem. Does everyone remember Bethlehem? Now, Bethlehem used to be a very, very, very tiny place. A very, very small place. It's so tiny that... I've got it here. It's very small. Look. Here's Bethlehem. It's tiny. It's very, very small. It has really tiny trains that go around it. And uh, little carriages and, and, and trucks. It's so small. Who would have thought... That's incredible. Bethlehem's not really quite that small. It was very small, though. Um, we often think of Bethlehem as a big place, and it is quite big today. So here's a picture of what Bethlehem looks like today. Can you see that? Lots and lots of great big buildings. Can everyone see up on the screen? And every Christmas, lots and lots of people go to Bethlehem. Let's have a look at that. Uh, there's a big Christmas celebration in Bethlehem every year because that's the place where Jesus was born after all that waiting. But when Jesus was born there, it wasn't a big place. It was a tiny, tiny little place. Maybe something a bit like that in the desert. Just a few houses. Not much at all. A tiny little place. And do you know what Micah says? Even though Jesus was born a tiny baby in such a tiny, tiny little town, he was king forever. Jesus was the king forever. Let's have a look at this next bit of Micah's writing. Uh, Out of you, Bethlehem, will come one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. Now that is amazing. Jesus was there even before he was born. Even when Jesus was born, he was very, very, very old. Even before he came, Jesus was there. We need some more kitchen roll to help with that. Uh, let's see how we can do this. Now, if you stay there, Winner, and take hold of the end of this. This is Micah. Remember, that's 700 years before Jesus. But Jesus was born. Oh, here we go. Jesus was born. Jesus was there before Micah. And we're going to roll it out. And roll it out, and we're going to need some help. Can one of you guys hold this bit? Um, and then, could you maybe keep rolling down that way and pass it to people on the end? And the big trick is, can we roll out all of this without breaking it? This is a big, big challenge. Might need some help in the, the gaps there. Let's see how that goes. <sighs> Look how far it goes. So Jesus was born here... And the promises were here, but 
Jesus was, was alive a long time before the promises, all the way back there and out the back door, so that we can't even see where Jesus was before. Wow. Jesus was always alive, even before he was born. That's really amazing. But even more amazing, Jesus is going to be king forever. So it's not just going back far and far and far into the past. Guess what? We need to go that way as well. Here we go. Can we have some help this side? Maybe, Tree, could you grab a bit here? Yeah, and keep rolling it back. And Joe, would you mind going that way? There we go. Wow, look how much time is passing. And if everyone could grab a bit as it goes past and hold it very gently, it's going to go back and back and back and back. Look how long Jesus is the king for. This is amazing. So Micah, 700 years before Jesus was born, then Jesus was born, but Jesus was around all of that time before there, and he will be king all the way into the future forever. That's amazing. That's what Micah says in this next bit. Let's have a look at the next little bit of Micah. His greatness will reach to the ends of the earth. He will continue being the king all the way around the earth. That is amazing. That's who people were waiting for for such a long time. The king who would be the king forever. That is how big Jesus is. So even though Jesus was born as a tiny baby in a tiny little town, he is the king forever. The king forever. In a few minutes, I'll come back and and explain a bit more about why Jesus came. Let me just say a couple of words to the grown-ups about this bit. Um, the, The baby in the manger with the shepherds and the angels. It's very easy to enjoy him at Christmas and then walk away. What if what Micah says 700 years before Jesus is true? If that is true, then walking away from Jesus after Christmas is just not an option. The claims about Jesus' identity here are absolutely enormous. That he is God existing from eternity past. That he will be the king into eternity future. That he came into our world so that you and I can know him and recognize him for who he truly is, the, the rightful ruler of our universe. Why, why would you believe such a thing? Why would billions of Christians around our world believe such a thing? Lots of reasons that we could talk about, but one is this promise, and lots of others like it in the Bible. Very clear, very precise promises about who Jesus was, when he came, where he would come. What do you make of that? As a grown-up, if I can address the grown-ups for just a moment. You have to do something with it. All those promises through the Bible, from thousands of years to about 400 years before Jesus came, put together, they are absolutely compelling. It's not rational to just walk away from them, but many do. Uh, Last week we were talking about King Herod, who was confronted with exactly the promise that we're talking about today. Very clear. What did he do with it? The rational thing would have been to realize that it was all true, to bow his knee to this this king who'd been born. But in in a fit of crazed irrationality, trying to cling on to his power, he thought he could use that information against Jesus. Extraordinary, isn't it, really? So irrational. Uh, We need to do something with these promises. We can't just walk away from them. They are incredibly compelling. 
Jesus was promised hundreds of years before he came. Don't be irrational and walk away from that. Well, let's clear away for, uh, for just a moment. We're going to uh, watch a little video about uh, how long people were waiting for Jesus. And then I'll come back in just a moment after we've sung and uh, tell us more about why Jesus came. I don't know how many of the elements of the Bible story you reckon you recognized in there. Such a long wait, so many promises, all fulfilled when Jesus came. Let's stand and sing before I come back to explain further. O little town of Bethlehem.
Well, so far we've seen that people waited hundreds and hundreds of years for Jesus. And that even though he was just a tiny baby in a tiny town, he was the king forever. But why did he come? Why did the king come? Why did Jesus come? Micah says he came to be a shepherd. That's strange, isn't it? Let's have a look at that bit. The bit of Micah. But you, Bethlehem, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come one who will be ruler over Israel. Uh, Have we got another bit coming? Let me uh, just read it. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be their peace. Micah says, Jesus came to be a shepherd. Now, who knows what a shepherd is? Somebody who looks after sheep. That's exactly right. Somebody who looks after sheep. Jesus came to be a shepherd, somebody who looks after sheep. That's a very strange thing to say, isn't it? The whole job of a shepherd is looking after sheep and making sure that they're okay. What do sheep say? Pardon? I think we need a competition. Who who can be the most convincing sheep? Who's the best sheep out of all the children? And I think maybe we need a couple of shepherds to, uh, to tell us who the best sheep are. I've got some shepherd outfits here. Uh, here we go. Let's see. I think, who should we, yeah, who should we go for? Jimmy, would you mind being a shepherd? Come on. Let's have a look. Um, there we go. That one might just fit. <laughs> there we go. Try that one for, for size. Jimmy the shepherd, how does he look? You look all right? And, uh, there we go. Bit older, this one. Um, let's see. Who might fit this one? Uh, let's see. Nathan, would you like to be a shepherd? No. <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, who's sort of uh, a suitable size for it? Any of the children like to be a shepherd? Would you? Come on in, come on in. Come and be a shepherd. There we go. That's going to be quite big for you, actually. Let's put that on. Now, you two other shepherds, can I just put you over here? And... Ooh. Now, let's see. Who, who is going to be the best shepherd? Should we go along the front and then see? Everyone give us a, a good sheep noise and see how convincing you are. And, and if you get down and crawl on the floor with all of your, your hands and, and, and feet, then you'll be even more convincing. So do you guys want to start off on the floor making some sheep noises? Give that a try. Go. And maybe some more over here. Everyone down, down like this? Go, go. Can I hear some barring? Oh, there's some good barring there. Good barring there. What do you think? Have a look at have a look at all these. Any 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 best sheep along here? Any over this side? Oh, here's some more sheep. Can I hear some good sheep? What do you think, guys? Are you spotting any really good sheep emerging? Who? who? Who are the best sheep? Good sheep over here. Good sheep over here. Very enthusiastic sheep. Very enthusiastic sheep. 
Well done, sheep. Well done, ev- well done, all the sheep. Good job, good job, sheep. Now, stay there for just a moment, shepherds. We'll, we'll, we'll need you again in just a second. Um, now, uh, you've judged the best sheep. God, the Bible says all of God's people are like sheep. That's a funny thing to say, isn't it? All of us, all of all of the people of the world are a bit like sheep. So, grown-ups, you can't get away with it. Uh, we need a flock here, please. We've got the, the children. They've been doing very well. Can we, can we have a big flock of sheep? Three, two, one. Here we go. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Fantastic. That is a very good, very good. Uh, especially like the deep one. You know when you, you hear sheep and every now and again there's a... <laughs> very strange. There's a few of you out there. It's very good. Why does the Bible say that we're all sheep? What a strange thing to say. Well, sheep are very good at getting lost or stuck. And I think, I hope, we've got some pictures of sheep getting lost and stuck. We don't have any pictures of sheep getting lost and stuck. That's very sad. Never mind. I had some lovely pictures uh, of uh, sheep that... uh, There was one that was stuck in mud. There's lots of mud there. And it was very sad. There was one that was stuck in some snow. There was one with its head stuck in a bucket. I had another picture with one with its head stuck in the bucket, and there were lots of other sheep standing next to it that looked as if they were laughing. I had one with its head stuck in a chair. That was quite good. One with its head stuck in a giant bottle. One with its head stuck in the fence. One with its head with horns hanging from a tree. How did they do that? Sheep get stuck everywhere. That's incredible. Well, uh, it's definitely dangerous to get lost and stuck if you're a sheep. There was one stuck on a roof. How did a sheep get on the roof of a house? That's amazing. Sheep are always getting lost and stuck. So, children, I want you to be sheep again. And this time, I want you to all disappear somewhere in the chairs and get lost and stuck. So I'm going to count to three. And then the shepherds need to go and find all the children that have got lost and stuck. So parents, you might need to keep a careful eye on precisely where children have got lost and stuck. So here we go. Are we ready? Sheep, I'm going to count three, two, one, and then go and just find somewhere in the middle of all the people and, and see if you can hide and get lost and stuck. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Go. <laughs> The acting skills here are fantastic. (laughs) There's there's quite a convincing sheep pen over here. (laughs) Very, very good. Right, shepherds. Are you confident? Do you think you can find the sheep? Right, let's see if you can find the sheep. Where are they looking? There's there's a few hidden. Ah, oh, good. We found a couple of sheep. Rescued some sheep. Very good. Doesn't want to be rescued. Found a couple of sheep. Yep. When they find you, come on back to the front. Where? Ooh. Over here, loads of sheep. Good job. These sheep have got very stuck. Any more sheep hiding further back in the... Ch- oh, there's some, there's some grown-ups pointing over there. There's a sheep. Oh, is there still one down there? Oh, there's still, there's still one down there, apparently. Have a go, have a go. 
There's a very well hidden sheep. It's fallen asleep. It's fallen asleep. Well, I'm not sure there's much we can do about that. Shepherds, well done. Thank you very much. And sheep, would you like to all come back to the front? Great to see you. Oh, there's another one there. There's another one. Very good hiding. Very good hiding. Any parents concerned that they haven't seen all the sheep return? Just double check. Very good hiding, sheep. Very good finding shepherds. Very, very good. Sheep are always getting lost and stuck and going astray. And the Bible says that's why we're all like sheep. We all go astray. All of us, instead of following God, we go wandering off. We go somewhere else. We decide to go wherever we would like to go instead of following God. And we get in trouble. All sorts of trouble. We get lost and stuck. And we get in danger because... We've wandered off from God. We've gone astray. There's a verse in the Bible that says this. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. So, children, you and me and everybody else in this room is like a sheep that's wandered off and found somewhere far away from God and got stuck and gone astray. And we're in terrible danger. And we need... A shepherd to come and rescue us. If we're lost like sheep, that is exactly what we need. We need Jesus to come and be our shepherd. That is why he came. And so uh, I had some more wonderful pictures for you of uh, people rescuing sheep. So there was a, a great picture of a shepherd pulling a sheep out of the snow and a shepherd pulling the sheep out of the mud. And another one standing on a roof it looked like he was trying to convince the sheep to come down. It was quite bizarre. Uh, there was one that was trying to stop sheep falling off a cliff into the sea and he was holding it and he was carefully carrying it back. And shepherds look after sheep and they rescue them and they make sure that they're okay. And that is why King Jesus came. He came to be a tiny baby in a tiny town because we need a shepherd. We've all wandered far away from God and we can't rescue ourselves from where we've got stuck. Only Jesus can bring us back to God. And that is why Christmas is such good news. Do you think that shepherds who rescue sheep from uh, fences and roofs and, uh, and cliff edges and, and things like that, do you think they are weak people or strong people? I've got some muscles here on the front row. Strong people. Fantastic. And Micah says Jesus is a strong shepherd who can rescue us. He will shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. If we trust Jesus to be our shepherd, he can rescue all of us. He can carry all of us back to God so that we will be safe forever with him. Is that good news? That is very, very good news. That is why Christmas is such good news. Jesus, the tiny baby from the tiny town, is the king forever, and he came to be our shepherd and rescue lost sheep like you and me. Grown-ups, as we finish again, uh, maybe you don't feel like a lost sheep. Uh, Maybe that doesn't feel as if that's you. Many people don't feel that way. The Bible portrays all of us like that. Uh, What if that is true? What if your greatest need, my greatest need, is to be rescued 
by God, by Jesus, the great shepherd, and brought back from our own independent, self-seeking wandering to the God who made us. What if that is our greatest need? If that is our greatest need, then Jesus is precisely what you and I and everyone in the world needs. He was born to save, born to rescue. He was the one who died in our place, that we might be forgiven for all of that wandering. Give it some serious thought this Christmas. Maybe you need rescuing by Jesus, who came to be your shepherd and your king forever. It was a long, long wait for Jesus. It's been a long, long wait for your chocolates from... Aha, some smiles you've remembered. And I think there might be enough here for everyone. And I trust any parents who know their children can't eat chocolate to intervene. Um, And why don't you, children, take one and then go around the church and see if you can give them around to everybody. Okay? There we go. There we go. Take one and then take them around and pass them around. At the moment you're keeping them all to yourselves. Take one and then give them around to everybody. Okay, do you want to take some? There we go. Off you go. Off you go. There we go. Drop one. There we go. I've only got a few packets, but there's plenty of chocolates. So spread those around. One more, one more. Let's give one to Chloe. Hey, there you go. You should very soon get some chocolates coming your way. And the wait for those chocolates is a tiny, tiny, tiny picture of that incredible wait. No longer a wait, because he came. Jesus, the great shepherd. So once the chocolates are distributed, uh, we'll stand and sing our last carol. Uh, But I'll give a few moments for that to happen. Anybody, uh, any corners of the church feeling very deprived? Do you think you can sing after you've had chocolate? Yeah. They, they, okay. Who would like to come and bring chocolate for the choir? Joe, do you want to go? They all would like one. Anyone else got some chocolates left? Good job. Very good. Very good. Okay, let's pause just for a moment. I'm going to pray and we'll stand and sing our final carol. Heavenly Father, thank you that you are a God who makes promises and then keeps them. That even though it was such a long wait for Jesus to come, that he came, a tiny baby from a tiny town, and yet the king forever and the shepherd who came to rescue sheep like us who've wandered away from you. Lord, thank you for that rescue. Please help us to trust you this Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.